Piper. This is it. It's happening. We're doing it. It's dragging the table. We're talking real loud. We're talking real loud. Today is all about yelling in your ears because that's just how I feel. I feel like yelling at you because I love you. I love you so dang much. How are you doing today? Yeah. Yeah. Man. Today was an interesting day. I like, I've trained people at work before. That's pretty interesting because it's just like a, it's like a two week to month long process of just, I don't know, teaching someone theoretically the easiest thing you could ever learn, which is how to clean a pool. It's just so easy. I just can't imagine it would take you more than a week, but maybe it does. I don't know. Maybe it's just been so long since I had to learn that I just forgot how hard it is to learn. Uh, but I have this thing that I guess not a lot of other people have, or maybe they do, but I, I always have this feeling that I, if I know it, then it should just like, how could you not know it? Like if there's common knowledge that I have, I'm like, how could you just not know this? I know it like the lowest among us know it. So how could you not know it? And that's how I feel about cleaning a pool. It's a very... It's pretty straightforward, but there is a new wrinkle, uh, because I am like, you know, whatever I'm, whatever it is that you call the in charge guy. I don't necessarily have a title, but I'm the one that has to wrangle all the cats, uh, every day usually, but I've now had to start giving people lessons, like just random, just random civilian folks that are like, we want to do this on our own. And I just had a very weird experience of like, I've never been like a teacher or anything like that. And I've never had to just like come in and give a speech, which is basically what giving a lesson like that is. And the people were like in the middle of talking and I was just trying to like kind of talk along with them and just ease into it. And I started talking and they immediately shut up like they were in trouble. Like I looked at their eyes and they looked at me like, oh, so sorry, you're talking now. And it threw me off because I was like, what are you, what happened? What happened? Why are we, what is, so, are we in trouble? And then I realized, oh yeah, they're looking at me because I'm in charge now. Whoops. Okay, here we go. Glad I'm wearing sunglasses and we're off. Uh, because by the way, I can't imagine no one knows this. Uh, well, I guess this is a, another thing that I imagine that I know. So everyone knows. But if you work outside and you aren't wearing sunglasses, even if you don't work outside, even if you just have to talk to anyone outdoors or near a window or anything, just put on a pair of sunglasses. It is so intimidating not to be able to look into someone's eyes. It's a very strange thing. Like normally with a regular customer, I will always, even if it's scorching bright out, I'll take my sunglasses off just as like a show of respect uh, because I want them to see my eyes and I'll usually just squint really hard and be like, do you mind? I know it's weird, but can you mind if I put my sunglasses on? I know it's, and they always let me, uh, which is kind of a trick. I'm kind of tricking them, but I legitimately, like I never used to wear contacts at work. I always just used to wear glasses. And once I started wearing contacts at work and wearing sunglasses, oh my God, I think I might've said sunglasses earlier when I meant regular glasses, but oh my God. It is such a, my eyes have become, they have become little baby, little baby soft uh, eyeballs. They're made of baby skin now. 
where they used to be calloused and rough, and I could just rub them against the sun. Now, if I if you turn on a light too fast inside the house, I'm like, ah, no, no, you can't. They're burning. My eyes are burning. Uh, so yeah, use sunglasses as a way to intimidate and get what you want. I found that out by accident. Really, I found it out because someone was doing it to me. And I was like, I couldn't figure out why I was so uneasy talking to this person. And suddenly it dawned on me mid-conversation mid that I couldn't see their eyes. And that's what was freaking me out. So I just dead stared them right in the glasses lens. Uh, which I don't know if it worked or not because I couldn't see their eyes. All of that to say, if those people had been able to see my eyes, they would have known that they were in charge for a second. And that's not good, I hear, whenever you're trying to get your point across. Uh, maybe that's what's good about podcasting, too. You can't see the eyes. Because I do... Uh, this show was edited uh, more heavily in the first few. And I try and just make this now... Uh, I try and make it as streamlined as possible so that I don't have to do anything other than just put the music at the front and the back and maybe cut off a little bit of like dead air at the beginning when I'm just like doing my lu. I never do that. I never ever do that. I was thinking about that today too. Like when you do something like I was thinking it in thinking of it in terms of like podcasters that I know, but is there, I mean, it goes for everything. Like, I don't really have, like, a ritual other than, like, to do like to do this show. I don't have a ritual. The only real, I guess, I guess I kind of do because I try not to eat before I do it. Uh, I try not to be super comfortable. Like, I don't turn the air on, uh, even though I could turn the AC on and you wouldn't notice. Um, and I try and do it, like, right as I walk in the door. Uh, from getting home from work because I just feel like if I have time to sit around and think or look at my phone or do anything, then it'll kind of, not only will it steal my motivation away, but it'll also like, I'll just start thinking too much about what I'm going to say. And then I can't, I'm so jealous of people that are just like, Hmm, this is what I'll talk about and this and this and this, and I'll write it down and then I'll talk about it and it'll sound organized. That's bananas to me. My hat is off to all of you. Don't know how you do it. But like the other show, like we don't really have like a, a ritual. Like we'll just like look at each other and be like, want to do this? Let me see if I got some stories. Okay, I think I got one or two. And then we just go and hit record and not really any rituals. So I don't know. I was just wondering like, I heard, uh, I was listening to Joe Rogan talk to Miss Pat today, and he was talking about, I think Miss Pat was talking about how Cat Williams would like, or maybe, whatever, one of them was talking about how Cat Williams would listen to, like, a certain playlist before he went on stage, and I wondered, like, I was trying to think of what songs I would listen to to, like, hype myself up, but I don't know. I really don't know. Like, I get... I noticed that I'm the I'm the opposite about a lot of things like that. Like songs, if songs get me, it's rare that a song will get me super hyped. But man, if I like get in the right mood, I can have a I can have music make me cry like I have never cried in my life. There's this one song by uh, G Love and Special Sauce. That's right. 
That's right. I cried at a G Love song. And it's, I remember this, I can't even remember the name of the song. I don't even want to look at it because I'll listen to it right after I'm done recording and then just cry. And I don't, I don't feel like crying today. Uh, but it's, the song is about, This kid whose mom is a police officer and there is a call for a bank robbery and she goes to deal with it along with the other police and she dies. Um, Oh, I remember a song I think it's called Slipped Away. And uh, I remember... I remember... Because I didn't find out about G-Love and Special Sauce until I was like, I don't know, 18, 19, 20, somewhere around there. My dad died when I was like 14 and I don't know, man, I heard that song, and thank God I was by myself, because, man, like, I didn't really have much of a, rea- of a emotional reaction when my dad died, uh, but whatever I had hung up in my body, uh, that my brain was like, hey, man, this is close enough, it's time, oh, oh, oh my God, why? Uh, and that song, if I ever need, like, a super good cry, I will, I will, uh, I will definitely pull that one out. Uh, it's weird though because I don't I don't know, like I, I whatever. There there is a whole other show about you know my dad and his death, uh, but it's it's weird. I have mixed feelings on it. How much time do we have left? Do I want to get into that right now? No, absolutely not. The heck was I talking about? Life hacks. I'm talking about life hacks. All right, all right, okay. Has anyone else been seeing this on Instagram? I only see it on Instagram, and I love it. I don't know why it's happening, but I love it. And I don't, I don't think people are talking about this correctly because it's the, it's the ramen noodle, the like dry ramen noodle to fix thing video that is coming up, and it's like all these different things. There's like somebody that like fixes their table. There's like a hole in the table. Somebody f- breaks their sink. Uh, there's like, I saw, I saw someone, uh, like punch a hole in a watermelon, not punch a hole. That would be amazing. I would love to see someone punch a hole in a watermelon on a video. I don't want to see that in real life. What if that person punches me in the face? Uh, no, somebody like cut a hole in a watermelon and then the, okay. This is why I think people are talking about all of this wrong because they're just saying like, Oh, how crazy is it that people are doing this? Like, why is this becoming a thing? Whoever, I don't know if it's one person or many people that are doing this with the ramen noodles, but there is like, whoever is doing it has legit talent. Like whatever, you know, what they use to to fill the holes aside. Like when you see, like when they do it in a table and then they like, you see they fill it with, they put the ramen in there. They put like super glue on it. They, they, uh, they what do they do? They like scrape it down and they sandpaper it down. And then you see the guy get, this is when it gets crazy is when he pulls out the, like the, the artists, like, you know, that artist, the paint board, like you see the dude pull out the paint board with all his paints on it that are like close to the color of whatever it is that he's, you know, whatever table or whatever it is. And then he'll paint the color, but then he'll like paint the wood grain back into it. I also assume it's a he, because, but I don't know. They only show the hands. But they will like put, paint the wood grain back into it. They'll like re-shellac it or whatever, refinish it. And it looks amazing. Like, it truly looks amazing. The one, though I bring up the one with the watermelon because he like 
painted the stripes back into the watermelon. And I swear to you, if I just showed you a picture of the 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 finished product, you would never know. You would 100%. I would love to know how to do that just to see somebody's face as I had filled a watermelon with ramen that it was super glued. And they just go to cut it open, and they're like, yeah. Because I don't know when the last time you had watermelon is. But, man, you just you think you're like, you're think if it's been more than six months since you had watermelon, you're thinking to yourself, yeah, watermelon's pretty good. Okay, fool. Go to Publix or wherever your local grocery store is and get one of those like quarts of watermelons and try and just eat two wedges. You will not. You will eat them all because watermelon is delicious. And could you imagine going to cut into knowing, knowing, because you once you're cutting into a watermelon, that's a commitment. That's not just opening the refrigerator and opening a container. Like you have, you have embarked on a task now. And you're like, all right, here we go. I'm going to get that sweet, sweet melon at the end, though, so it's all going to be worth it. And you cut into it, and it's all ramen in there. Oh, I'd love to do that. I wish I was artistic. I wish I was artistic like that. Like, I can draw some lines, but I can't. I can't. I can't do that. Well, I've never tried to do that. I assume I can't do it. I don't know that I want to put my time and effort into that. I'm barely doing this. So I don't know if I have time to do something that, like, <laughs> something I have to learn. I already know how to talk. <laughs> uh, what else? Is there anything else crazy that's been happening recently? I don't know. I don't know, man. Oh, yeah, I guess I should apologize for last week's episode. Uh, the The reviews came in, and everyone said, yikes, or some version of that. So, whoops. Sorry. <laughs> If it makes you feel better, that was the less crazy uh, version that I re- that I released. And that's right. There's crazier stuff out there. There's here's one that you'll never hear, uh, or maybe you will. Maybe if I ever do a Patreon thing. Oh my God. Maybe that's how I'll hook people in with Patreon. I'll probably never do it. But if I ever did, this is what I would do. Because I save all the ones. I literally have a folder in on my computer that says the No Pile. And it's ones that I listen to, listen back to, and go, was this too much? And there gets to be a point in the episode where I go, yep, and I stop it, and I click on that file, and I drag it to the no pile, and I release the left mouse button. And there it stays. So maybe, maybe one day in the Patreon days, there will be like a, you know, twice a month I'll release those ones that were too hot for TV. <laughs> Uh, <laughs> uh, <laughs> uh, that was not that funny. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah, I don't know, man. I would definitely have to get paid to put those out. I would definitely have to get paid to put those out because those are rough. Those are some rough ones. <laughs> uh, but that is it, I think, for today. <laughs> I think that's it for today. Uh, what? What do I say here? Oh, yeah. Uh, you can follow me on Twitter at Table Dragger. That's where I live on Twitter. Uh, if you want me to start an Instagram, go to hell. I'm not doing it. I'm, do- I'm doing enough on that stupid thing, and I hate it. Uh, if you want to send an email, you can do that at draggingthetable at gmail.com. 
And I know you enjoyed the music at the front and the back of this episode. So if you would like that or more to get into your ear holes, go to Cullah.com, C-U-L-L-A-H.com. Check out the songs. Check out the merch. Subscribe to him on the things, especially YouTube. Next month, July 10th, I Cease to Be, the music video, will be in your eyeballs. It's going to be great. Uh, spoiler alert, Kella has like one or two songs on this next, this last album, Spectacular, that brought a tear to my eye. Oof, man. There is one in particular that I can't listen to. I can only listen to it every once in a while because it gets me right in the gut every time. Anyway, uh, yeah, anyone who wants to guess which song it is, you get a free... Uh, you get a free... Uh, what do you get? Hmm. You'll get, I'll blow you a kiss from from here in the past. I'll do it. Uh, I swear. Don't don't even worry about it. Um, that's it. Thank you for listening. Oh yeah. If you want to review me on iTunes, you can. But if you don't want to, that's fine. I get it. You're lazy. I'm lazy too. I love you. Thank you for listening. Keep dragging. Yeah,